This episode of the Awkward Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new business or established idea, the key to success starts online with a great donor name. Because we love you, Awkward Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Awkward Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's godaddy.com backslash Awkward Minority. Save 30%. Let us start the All show. Right. Right. Welcome to the Icon Minority Podcast, episode 40. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Nick Cannon, and I'm running solo this week. <laughs> Whoa, like, just to be clear, I'm Nick Cannon because I'm watching the Parkers or whatever. And Nick Cannon was on the Parker. Like, I told, like, you ever watch something and you totally forget the nuances of it? Like, sometimes you're like, you know, the, like, you know, the basic premise is that, um, you know, Monique is chasing um overteen or whatever she's really trying to get him or whatever i don't even know right now this is name why i watched this a long time but yeah that's like the basic premise of it or whatever but then you see that you're like oh damn nick cannon was on here for like some episodes too like he was on here for a couple of episodes but yeah that was that's like pretty interesting to see it's a damn shame courtney doesn't get any money from the show oh the breaks is coming back monday so this is why i can't do the podcast by myself because i'm just like watching the tv and trying to do the tv but yeah the breaks are coming back this monday make sure the breaks you watch the breaks on vh1 y'all remember the breaks is that um they did a mini series i mean a mini movie it was um when the team is about the 80s like the start of hip-hop so it's going to be really uh, hopefully it's going to be authentic because the movie was pretty authentic like it wasn't i didn't watch it and felt like it was some sucker shit but yeah remember the girl in the movie she um she lied and said she was somebody else's um, manager, or she lied and said that the dude from the, that owned the, the company like met her in a club and said he gonna offer her a job. But which is pretty smart because dudes do be promising women a lot of things in clubs. So he probably was like, hmm. so basically that's what happened. She, he was basically was like, hmm. I probably said that. So yeah, he brings her on. He like she's his like assistant or whatever. So she's supposed to be finding talent. So it's a pretty good show. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good show. So y'all should check it out. The breaks Mondays, VH1. That's a free plug, by the way. They ain't even pay me for that. They just, this just happened to came on the TV screen. I gotta stop looking at the TV screen. But, but this, this should be an interesting podcast episode because when I'm running solo, I'm running off topic. But before I run completely off topic, I want to get a big shout out to our new family member of the Aqua Minority Misfits, Drea. I call her Dre. I don't know her now. She want to be called Dre. I know her her um Instagram is Dre with two E's, 24. So y'all go on to Instagram, show us some love because she will be handling the bulk of our social media. So look for more content to be on our social media. Look for a more consistent base to be on our social media because I'm not going to say we've been slacking, but I felt like we can give you more. So we wanted to bring in somebody that can sole purpose is to bring you more content for you to enjoy and share. And speaking of sharing, if you're listening to this, be sure to share it on all our social media platforms. That is Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, or any other where that you'd like to get a hot tweets off. That is The Awkward Minority on all social media platforms, except for Twitter, because it's Minority Awkward. I know. Somebody stole that name. <laughs> and also be sure to use the hashtag the awkward minority and hashtag awkward misfits so that you can join in the conversation about this episode, future episodes, and you can just, just keep up and then know about what's going on with us. But anyway, I want to tell y'all this story about what happened this week when I went to my favorite Mexican supermarket. Because as y'all know, I should be Mexican, but I'm not Mexican for some reason. I don't know why I'm not Mexican, like Indian, black, and German. So that's cool. But that's cool too, I guess, you know. 
Red Dot Indian, not Native American. It's not not Native American. I, actually, I think we got some North Cherokee. So anyway, I'm I'm mixed with a whole bunch of shit, right? Everything but Mexican, which is really funny because I, I my my infatuation for tacos is like at extraordinary levels. And like this, I found this nice Mexican like grocery store that has like a um, so, I guess it's a bodega. They have like a um. A restaurant, like a mini restaurant inside of it, and they have tacos for like a dollar fifty cent, right? So I'll be killing it, right? Be getting three a day. Give me some of the um mangoes and carrots. Give me some mangoes and carrot juice, and I'm good, right? So I go there all the time. Like I don't know, I know these people. This um, I don't speak a lot of Spanish, but the um, but the um, the chef or whatever, the cook, she swears I can speak Spanish. Cause I go, I come in, I go, hola, you know, como, como estas, you know what I'm saying? Then she be so, I mean, then she'll ask me, I'll be like, move in, eat too, you know. So we be having like a good ass conversation. When I leave, I'll be like, um, see you mañana, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See you a lunes, you know, sometimes if it's a Friday, see you a lunes. So like, she really thinks, she be fully trying to have conversations with me in Spanish. And I'll be like, see, si, see. Si. See, I don't know what the fuck she could be saying. She be, she could be saying, she. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna speculate what she would be saying. But I just, just say they think I can speak Spanish. I don't. I can't speak Spanish. I can speak a lot of languages, but it's pretty funny because I can't speak Spanish. Like Arabic seems to be easier to me just for than Spanish, which is pretty funny because Arabic is harder than Spanish, as y'all know. As y'all, I mean, I probably don't know. But anyway, so I was done eating one time. So I was done eating, right? And then I go to like the pay. And I went talking to somebody, some other person was talking to me in line. So I'm talking to that person. Then the lady was running the cat. The register was like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. Like, just kept on saying, hey, buddy. So just so I turn around and then, like, I'm like met in the face with like a receipt in my face, right? And she was like, it's the Klein. She was like, no, 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 my bad. She said, look what it says. Look what it says. Now look. And she was like, it says it's the Klein, right? And I'm like, I did that. I did that whole. You know how, like, you know how, like, you know how, like, you're in the store and then something get declined. You're like, hold the fuck up. I know I got money. Like, if I know one thing and I want one thing only, I, I you know, like, you be calculating here. Like, I got a lot of money in the bank. I ain't got millions of dollars, but I know I got enough money that six dollars and fifty cents should go through, right? So I'm standing there looking, like, what the fuck? Like, huh? So something told me to look at the receipt, right? So I look at the receipt. And I seen the transact because you can see the method of pay or whatever. So I seen the transaction and she tried to ring my shit up as an EBT card. So I was like, um, the reason it didn't go through is because you click EBT. Like, what the fuck? So, so I, mind you, I was like, this is a debit card. I was like, this is no EBT. This says Bank of America. So she, oh, I'm sorry. Like, nah, motherfucker. Like, you tried the shit out of me. She tried the literal shit. Like, she tried the literal shit out of me because, you know. But it's like, what are you saying? It's like, are you serious? Did you seriously think, uh, for what? Like, girl, I'm still, that, that didn't make me mad. But it's like, the more I think about it, it's like, you really fucking tried me. You really fucking tried me. Like, I don't know. No offense to people that actually do get EBT, but it's like, what the fuck, girl? Don't just don't assume no shit like that on me. I dress nice. I look like don't don't. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. But yeah, that was it. I just that was just like a pretty funny moment because I was I cried. I was laughing at it because the other lady was like, "Oh, I'm sorry for that confusion." Da 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 da. She knew. She knew or whatever. Yeah, she knew what she need to be gone too, because she knew. She knew. She knew assuming shit. <laughs> she knew assuming shit. But yeah, that was pretty funny. I just wanted to share that with y'all. This is gonna be like some weird transitions since I'm doing it by myself, so it's like horrible. So we'll see how these transitions go. But um, 
Um, the Migos. Shout out to the Migos, bruh. Bad and boots. Getting fucked up in the ooh. And niggas a savage bro. But now they um the Migos finally released culture. Um, last last month. I didn't get a chance to talk about it because we were so indulged into other things. But culture, I listened to it the first week it came out. The first day it came out, actually. It's a fucking good album. Like, it's sonically sound. Like, one thing about the Migos is they make hits. So when you listen to their songs, you're not trying to hear the most lyrical con you know, the most lyrical conscious type person or somebody that's gonna bar you to death. Like, so when I heard it, I'm like, yo, this shit is good. Like, it's fucking good, right? Like, it's good, good. Like, it's surprisingly good. Like, the whole thing. Like, I was listening, and I didn't skip a song. Like, I didn't skip nothing. I I almost was tempted to skip the DJ Khaled shit in the beginning. Like, oh, these motherfuckers don't. You know, DJ Khaled. You know how DJ Khaled is. Because it wasn't necessary. But I stuck through it. And it's like, I commend them on that great album. So, representing the state of Georgia. Very well, my my Georgia brethren. Holding us down. How you go big on big? My favorite song is has to be Mama Told Me. Not the cell work, seventeen five same color t shirt. Hey, mama told me not to sell work. I, some pair reason me. I don't know why I have a fixation when it comes to drug references or drug songs. Probably because I would never sell drugs in my life. Never sold. What's that? What Ludacris said? Never sold drugs in my life, but I'm still the fucking man. Shout out, rest in peace, shout out to love. Cause that's when that's not on. Um, Cause you know, Charlo, I'm the man. Uh, 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 I'm the man. God no white, but the white be my girlfriend. God no white, but the white be my girlfriend. The cough, the clothes, the ice. I know. I'm like, oh man, oh man. I miss Charlo. Charlo is a good man. We been getting money way back in '94. Bitch, I'm the man. Uh, uh, I'm the man. God no white, but the white be my but yeah, that's where the ludicrous, that's where the ludicrous lie comes from. Cause it's like never sold, never sold drugs in my life, and I'm still the fucking man. It wasn't a diss at um Charlotte Lodo, it was just like a play on words. Anyway, so my favorite is like I said, seventeen five same color t shirt. Cause drug drug songs always come with so many questions. Now, my first question is when Jeezy first came out back when I was in high school or whatever, was he was he called Mister Seventeen Five? He's missing seventeen five, right? And then, as it progressed through high school, it was, you know, seventeen five. You niggas paying too much, you right? So it's like, <clears throat> are the Migos paying too much for their dope? Because, <laughs> cause I don't know nothing about inflation when it comes to drugs, but I imagine that it shouldn't still be seventeen five, right? It should, it should actually, inflation means it goes up. But if it could, when it comes to drugs, shouldn't you get it at like a more of a discount rate, especially given the fact that you have more money now that you can put more into the business and play the plug up front? That way you don't have to pay them so much on the back end. Could you just pay it off? Like, can it be like a car? And the car costs $20,000. Instead of you getting an interest rate of like zero point, if you get an interest rate of three point, 3%, then that's pretty good. If you get an interest rate of 3% or whatever, so you have to pay off the, you know, the interest. Couldn't you just pay the plug up front and then just take the money and be all profit? I don't, like, it feel like 17, it said like I need a new um bargaining agreement if y'all still out here paying 17.5 for it, right? Which is, which is also confusing because I got questions for Jeezy now. Because, you know, <laughs> this Yes, yes, we're talking about this. Yes, we're fucking talking about this. I know y'all like, is he seriously talking about this? Because remember, I need, uh, cause I need to know 
what the fuck? Because I don't know nothing about none of this. I need to know when Jeezy made that um diss record against Gucci Mane back in the day. He said, I used to pay Kobe. Now I pay LeBron. Was he talking about LeBron Miami Heat? Or was he talking about LeBron Cavaliers? Because LeBron Cavaliers is 23, right? Miami Heat LeBron is six, which is weird. Which is which is which is like like that's some that's some that's some definitely large stretch of numbers. So that's really so that'd be really interesting because Jay Z remember Jay Z said is Jeezy paying LeBron? I'm paying Dwayne Wade. So it's like what the fuck is going on in the drug game that these prices are just all over the place? Like do do you got to know the plug plug to get the money? Or do you, or this is just like some celebrity hookup type shit? Cause I just, I'm just stuck on the fact that seventeen five might be still too much to be paying for something that's the same color as your t-shirt. I don't know nothing about drugs, but if it's been seventeen five since what two thousand and four, then about time that they take a look at this market and reevaluate the situation because y'all should be getting a better deal, especially with all that money you making. Y'all made bad and bougie. They can't give you. They can't give it to you. If um, Jay Z paying Dwayne Wade, I guess y'all could pay like um, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is five, by the way, because Le- Le- Dwayne Wade is three. So I imagine that Jay Z has a higher ranking on a drug scale than the Migos. So if the Migos paying, you know, seventeen five right now, they should actually be paying Jason Kidd, which is five. Then Dwayne Wade is three. So Jay Z paid three. The Migos pay five. So that mean you gotta move um you gotta move Jeezy from that six. We're gonna assume that he was talking about LeBron James as in the six, not the twenty-three. So we're gonna move him from the six to um Isaiah Thomason. Not Isaiah Thomason of the Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomason of the Celtics. So now he's paying four. So we got Jay Z paying three. We got Jeezy paying four. We got the Migos paying <clears throat> five, which is pretty funny because in all this scenario, so who pays? So who pays Kevin Love? <laughs> Who's on first? Because because I because like that that was like that was yo this is gonna be I'm, I'm gonna make this into some shit. I gotta I gotta do the numbers, but because because the, 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 King Push Push the T would be paying Push in the scenario Push the T be paying um Kevin Love numbers right. Like zero, cause that's zero. So can you even get zero? Like he's just paying. They, they can just give it to him. Like just bring me back with Just bring me back whatever. Yo, I was listening to um Drug Dealers Anonymous the other day, and it's really funny because Jay Z is boasting and bra- like Jay Z and Pusha T are boasting and bragging about how they basically played the system. Because as y'all know, Pusha T's um Pusha T's road manager. Like Pusha T them really was in these streets. Like it's like a lot, like a lot of shit that like a lot of people fabricate their story. But it's actual record of like Pusha T's manager. I guess I don't know. Or not, I'm I'm not speculating nothing. I don't know. I don't know or not. He took the fall for nobody. But I just know a whole bunch of kilos. I move. I move metric tons. Was said in the courtroom. I just know that was said in the courtroom. I move metric tons, bitch. I'm king. You know, I'm a kingpin, motherfucker. So basically, that's that's all I know about them. I don't know who who was moving the metro. I just know somebody took the fall. I don't know not somebody took the fall for or was actually thing, but metro tons were removed by somebody from Virginia. <laughs> but anyway, so it's like it was. But yeah, I was listening to um Drug Dealers Anonymous. <sniffs> Fellatini in the flesh, bitch. I've been bracking since the eighties. Google me, baby. You crazy? This nigga said. He said in London, Jay-Z said in London, pulling bins up, type it in, Google's your friend, bro. 18-year drug dealer and still counting. Who deserves the medal of freedom is my accountant. 
He said working late nights. Oh, working round shifts. Said the he said the Fed should have had the townhouses surrounded. <laughs> Yo, yo, that's, yo, like, that's some shit, nigga. He said, who deserves the Medal of Freedom is my accountant working loopholes. Oh, my. he said the townhouses should have been surprised. He's bragging to the, he's bragging. He said, bling, bling, every time I come around your city, bling, bling. He said, ask the fella rallies about me. Told me 12, give me 12. They couldn't get a shell up out of me. Drug dealers anonymous. Y'all think Uber's the future. Our car's been autonomous. <laughs> I should be glorified drug talk. But dog, when you talking to that level, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. FBI keep bringing them all white vans through. That was the lie. That was the fucking lie. He said, I chopped the floor up. Yeah, that's for the koi fish. Because you know you go to those fancy, fancy restaurants. They got fish in the floor. He said, I chopped the marble up. Yeah, that's for the koi fish. That's what, what the fuck? Pusha T has some bars too, though. He said, "Um, how many Madonnas can that, how many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? Like, that's a, ugh. Like, these niggas, um, he said, what is what that um my I never know what I spent. You never know what I sold or what I spent, cause my name at 18 Willis is evidence. A to Z on my shoe collection. Life's a bitch. Paid in full, like 86. Jeez, I'm fucking up the lyrics, but you know, the new emblem got less the new emblem got less G's. My guy got him. Like he without sin cast the first stone. So I put the man, oh my god. That's a Ooh, that's a bar. That's a bar ass song. Like that song. That song I thought was gonna pop off. That song I thought was gonna like be the. I didn't think it was gonna be like a summer anthem. But then again, I don't know. Where to, see, that's the thing. I think um I forgot who was talking. Um, Joe Budden's podcast was talking about this. It's like we can't really judge how how the song is anymore because of due to screaming. We're our own DJs when we get in our car. Because I know I got my own playlist when I get in my car. So it's hard to judge what's going to be hot right it's just it's hard to judge what's hot in these streets anymore because i don't listen to the radio so like you don't know what the hell's going on so actually i don't so i take that back i don't know right now people but i didn't hear a lot of people quoting drug deals anonymous how many madonna can they master fit nigga said valentina summers and wave runners change around our necks like slave runners drug dealers anonymous how many madonnas can they master fit <laughs> actually yeah it's one that um Children of a lesser god when your melon has got a tent, because it was about Flint, Michigan, or whatever. Then he said, I can't even tell you what I sent or what I spent, because my name in 18 Willis is evidence. So it's like, it's some, it's some bars from that. That's like, it's some IG captions in that motherfucker. It's not like, you know how people put their IG captions, like some lyrics. It's some lyrics. It's some IG captions in Drug Does Anonymous. So if you haven't heard Drug Does Anonymous, you should check it out. I also thought that um I mean while I'm on the subject I mean shit this might just I'm just gonna I'm just I'm just talking about the ass out of my ass I also thought um did key I got the keys did that ring out in the club because I don't go to clubs <laughs> did that ring out in the club do people even do that do people even say that ring out in the club I was trying to be hip ring out in the club do that ring out in the club I don't know because that's a good ass song too I got the keys key because when I first heard it, I was like. Cause remember, 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 cause I don't know right now. I got some of y'all remember. Like I told y'all, I was coming. I was like, I was like Sunday after the after the BET Awards. 
somebody that was like Jay Z's song with Future and DJ Khaled or whatever is coming out. People's like, oh, well, how the fuck you know? I was like, I just know, right? So when I but when I first heard the song, that I got the keys, 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 I got the keys, keys, keys. That shit, like it was like, ugh. We're talking like hoes. Real life, you like me. Real life, I'm like, no. My swag different. My wife, Beyonce. I brag different. I dream in blue. <laughs> because I dream the color. That's too much play. But I don't rap for suckers. On the time, bless you all. So, like, the, the hook grows on you. Because when you hear Jay-Z rapping, nigga said, <sighs> another reference to just fucking destroying the U.S. government. He said, "Did he bopping on your on the court steps?" <laughs> but play with fire, you want to? That's a, like that's 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 a play with fire. I, you bragging about? I left the courtroom like what charges? <laughs> he said, "I walked in the courtroom like what charges? Walked out the courtroom like what charges?" <laughs> Did he bopping on your court steps? In case you know the ain't laws yet. Like, that's some shit. I, I never want to be in a position where I got to brag about being the case. But if I, boy, if I was going to, like, that's some, that's some subtle, that's some subtlety, right? That's like, that's not even no subtlety. I'll take the bet. There's no subtlety. That's some in your face. Like, I beat them charges. <laughs> Walk out of the courtroom, like, what charges? <laughs> right? Y'all know the, y'all know the difference. Y'all know the difference, right? Between rap facts and fiction, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was taking hell. He was taking hell shots at people, but um, yeah, it's a really that was a really good song. What the hell was I even talking about? Oh, the Migos. But yeah, I do have one more question for the Migos though. How you go big or big? No, I'm just playing. I know you go big or big. But um, my question for the Migos is, and I don't know. Again, I don't know much about drugs. Drugs. I wish I knew like a one drug that I can call or whatever. <laughs> oh, watch. You remember? Y'all remember on the Vargas the episode where uh, Nick Cannon was making all those jokes about the fat women, and then. The, then um, Monique came in and she like completely destroyed his ass. Like that's that's like that's my I can't watch. I don't know why. This, see, this is why I can't do the podcast by myself because I'm like all off topic. But anyway, that's what's going. I'm just I'm just giving out play by play on TV. But anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, I got one question for the Migos. I need to know how the hell do you cook crack in the cock pot? Like if somebody can answer that question, I know a lot of things, but. How do you cook crack in the crock pot? Like, do you just let it cook all day? Because I know a lot about crock potting, but I don't know no more about crack. So it's like, do you just like slow? Like, they always, I was, I was, me personally, I feel like everything that's cooked in the crock pot tastes amazing, better than anything. Because it's like, it's the juices and the richness of it gets ingrained in the meat or whatever you're cooking. So it's like, that's probably some fine. So do you sell more? Do crock pot crack cause more than regular crack? So if you cooking the dope up in the crock pot, are you charging more for it, or is it like the same? Cause that's like some fancy, like high clientele. Like you'll sell it to like which white ladies in Beverly Hills, right? Like you get to like the like the regular people just want they dope. They just want they dope. Give them they dope. They don't want the they don't want the Alabama Bama slammer or the the white OG. Ooh, I want to I want to. That's another thing I want to do. I don't smoke weed, but I would love to name weed. Like they just seem like a pretty pretty interesting thing. Like the Tennessee the Tennessee Tiger Slash. Like, I, <laughs> insane in the membrane, insane in the brain. Yeah, that should be crazy. But yeah, okay, I'm gonna get off this drug talk because I don't. It's, it's making me uncomfortable. 
the townhouse, the federalities, anybody have the townhouse surrounding this motherfucker? I don't live in the townhouse, so that they, they can't. Anybody have my house surrounded? I ain't got shit in here. That'd be fine. What, what, what Dave Chappelle say? Kill him and sprinkle some crack on him. We found some crack on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, not this is funny, y'all. To me, but this shit is hilarious. This is why I can't do podcast episode by myself because I just randomly talk about shit. <sighs> but yeah, we might be um getting a Kanye West and Drake record or or album. I honestly have no insider information about this. I just know that they might put it out. Like if we do, by the time you hear this podcast, we will probably know where the night is coming or what it's called. Things called like light lights out or safe house or some shit. I'm horrible with information because I supposed to wrote this down because I I know it's one of the it's one it's some name it's some name that start with an L and apparently apparently it's gonna be coming out or it's gonna be a song we don't know what the hell it is I just know Kanye West and Drake been working on a lot of music together so hopefully it premieres doing um Yeezy season five hopefully Yeezy season five is better than any other Yeezy season but it's probably not it's gonna be more um Hunger Game shit which is weird. That it's really it's uh I don't want to go into this I'm just off fucking I'm already off topic because I because I, <clears throat> I wanted I I would have loved to see Kanye West do fashion in 2008 because 2008 2009 Kanye was some of the most creative periods of his life now he's on some minimalism tip and it's not even like a good minimalism tip it's it's like it doesn't even look creative it's not it is not that he's not creative it's just sometimes sometimes those creators go through this period where we like whatever. And he's going through that whatever period, and it's lasting for a super long time, and I'd be happy when it's over because I want that glow in the dark tour type shit. Like I want that, like I want that, like pastel would have looked amazing with Adidas. Like Adidas, if Adidas would have produced, like um, if he was to come out with Adidas pastel or whatever, because y'all remember pastel was the line he was going to come out with. Pastel was like like nice vibrant colors, like the designs was amazing. Remember he wore a pastel jacket to the American Music Awards, that blue one, it was blue, red, that shit, like, it like some Airway Jets and shit, that shit was dope, so it had, like, pla- pastel plastered on the back, that shit, it was, I felt, I felt it to be amazing, like, I thought it was, so I thought that was amazing, but, um, so it'll be interesting, so it'll be interesting to see whether or not he grows out of this, because a lot of people are buying, a lot of people are buying, um, kind kind easy season, me personally, I don't really like it, you know, it's just my personal opinion. I don't want to dress like a bomb shelter. But a lot of the pieces you can take, a lot of, I've seen a lot of pieces you can actually take from it. Because a lot of people don't know. And you can go back and watch Lemonade if you want to. Um, when Beyonce does the, the, um, the, the part, the scene, you know, basically the music video for Don't Hurt Yourself. Who the fuck do you think I am? You ain't never t-. You know, that one. She's wearing Yeezy. She's wearing Yeezy season. Like, she's wearing the bulletproof vest. She's wearing the, um... The body, the bodysuit, and she's wearing the fur coat. Like that's all Yeezy season right there. So it's like it's really funny that um, I think Kanye said something about like Beyonce and Jay Z is not supporting her, but it's like they support you, but they want to just do it. You know what I'm saying? They, they seem like more private people than that, and like, they're not gonna openly like you know because like most of us can identify it because shit, same shit Kim Kardashian was wearing Beyonce's wearing that video. So it's really so it's like a lot of pieces you can mix and match, but it's like it's too much. It's too much. It's too much brown going on. Like it's like it's like a whole bunch of it's like a whole bunch of shades of brown. But anyway, anyway. So yeah, hopefully the Drake and um, Kanye West album is more of 
rappy Drake and more rappy Kanye because I do not want to hear both of them try to attempt to sing because neither one of them can sing at the magnitude of trying to hear them sing on records, right? Because that was the problem with the future shit. It would have been great if what a time to be alive was future doing his little singy shit and Drake doing his rap and giving you bars, right? But the, he really didn't give you that much. Digital, that's why Digital Dash is good. Um, Jumpman is good. 30 for 30 freestyle is good. But <clears throat> Diamond Dances is pretty good. But it's like, that's why most of it wasn't memorable because you didn't really give us what we wanted. We wanted a rapping Drake. Like, Drake, I stopped trying to sing. I think he said he listened, he was listening to Alabama Shakes. Like, dude, you could, that woman, Alabama Shakes is one of the baddest motherfucking bands ever, boy. You ain't singing like her. She sing barefoot because she got so much soul that she need to bless the ground with it. You're not singing on that magnitude. You're not on her magnitude, okay? You're not on Alabama Shakes' magnitude. There's nothing wrong with that. There's totally nothing wrong with that. And that's okay, Drake. You're a great rapper. You can rap. You can bar us to death. We want to be barred to death, okay? Don't go trying to sing, okay? <clears throat> but yeah. Speaking of Kanye West, me and um, me and um, Dre, me and Dre was something. Shout out to Dre. Shout out to Dre. I hope she liked that nickname, cause I, I don't, I'm, 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 you know, like you get somebody a nickname, they don't like it. Be like, damn, we're stuck. You stuck with it, bro? Cause she gonna be stuck with it. <laughs> but yeah, William and Dre was talking about, cause I was talking about what I was talking about the podcast. What I'm gonna talk about on the podcast. And she was like, you should talk about um, Adele going full Kanye. And I was like, yo, yo, Adele went. And I was like, yo, she got a point. Because Adele went full Kanye on several points, at several points during the show. We can start with the first one. Adele was doing the George Marcus tribute. And she shouted like butter bean trash. She was off key. It was just bad, right? So she goes, no, fuck this. This, this is her words. No, fuck this. Stop that. No, I'm sorry, y'all. I know this is fucking live and all that shit. <laughs> I love how, like, everybody thinks Adele's, like, this proper woman, but, like, she's just, like, straight fuck. She's just, like, fuck that shit. Fuck that. I know this is live and all that shit, but, motherfucker, we starting over. Like, that's basically what she said. No, it's not not even a basic. That's what she said, which makes me think of the, um, the Bill Murray joke when Bill Murray was, like, he went to see Adele in concert. He took his um daughter to see Bill Murray. I mean, see Bill Murray. He took his daughter to see himself in concert. But yeah, he took um Adele to see Bill Murray. I mean, Adele to see Bill Murray in concert. Bill Murray took his daughter to see Adele in concert. And he said she was on stage, right? And she goes, well, I'm going to be sitting in me chair all show because I just been shitting me britches all day. I got diarrhea. You know, I just been shitting me. I just been shitting me britches. Right. And that was like, and he said, he's like, what the fuck? And he said, everybody was like, oh, yeah, we love you. Fuck yeah. Adele forever. Adele forever. Dude chasing pavement and all this other shit. <laughs> and he's like, am I the only person that just heard her say she's shitting me britches? Me britches. Yo, me britches. But anyway, so Adele's a very, 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 very. Uh, Keenan, Keenan was on the Parkers. Yo, Keenan. Yo, this is, they showed the episode where um they had the Bachelorette auction and like, um, <clears throat> Keenan like bid it on, Keenan, Keenan like bid it on, damn, what the hell was Courtney or whatever. And like, nobody's bidding no Monique. Oh, oh, Mr. Overteen's bidding no Monique. What the fuck? What the fuck, Jesus? Stay focused. Anyway, but yeah, Adele, 
Adele went full Kanye because the George, I didn't really like the George Michael's tribute to begin with. And then when she wanted to stop in the middle of it and start all the way over, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. She was just randomly singing. It wasn't no soul. It wasn't no feeling to it. Like George Michael's had, he had, she should have did you and me. Oh, she should have did sex is better when it's one on one. You know, for King, you remember King of Queens? When um, um, Doug had asked um, the one dude, the new dude about the George Michael song, I want your sex. I want your sex. Sex. And he had that, he had that super accent. He had that super thick ass accent. Sex is better when it's one on one. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> this is why I can't do the podcast by myself. Oh my God. So anyway. Adele did a horrible performance. Then she stopped in the middle and started over. And it still was horrible. Because the mu the music was just so blah. Like we get it. You can sing, girl. She's like, she's like Adele's like the is like the white version of Jennifer Hudson. Like, we get it. You can sing. You don't have to fucking scream your got you ain't gotta sing your goddamn lungs out and break everybody's fucking glasses, okay? Then the tribute, they had the music playing. And the video was playing, but the video was more of an upbeat type video. Like, the video was moving too fast for the, the master song. Because if it's a slow-ass song, you need to have the video go slower or pick some slower moments, you know? Slow the damn video down. But the video was, like, moving. Like, it was, like, some up-tempo shit. Like, wait me up before you go-go or some shit. Like, that's that's the way it was playing. That's the way the music, that's the way the video was going in the back. Wake me up before you go-go. Don't you leave. Don't you leave. <clears throat> Wake me up before you go, go. Don't you leave me hanging like a yo, yo. But yeah, that's the way it was moving. So, and then when she won, then when Beyonce, then when, um, Beyonce, then when she won, um, I think it was album of the year, she rectified that shit with the thickness, boy, with the quickness, boy. She got on that stage, she said, Beyonce, I don't, I don't know why they gave this to me. I guess she felt the beehive, she felt the beehive tweeting her. Like, she felt those tweets coming. With every syllable she said on stage, she felt the beehive in her comment box because she said beyonce i don't know why i won but i love you and you're my inspiration you see i'm wearing a lemonade brooch because you are my light of my life you are the light of my life you are the light of my black friend's life you make us all want to be empowered to empower the world you are me you are us you are everything and she was like crying and shit because adele is a big huge beyonce fan like i'm talking about a huge she is a she is a beyonce fan she is a Girl, she is a she's a beast. She in the beehive. She about the queen of the beehive. So she's like, I don't know why they doing us like this. Because yes, yes, yes. Like she was like really, really intensely into it, right? Like she was like, the beehive is not about being my ass. And to Adele's point, I totally agree. I totally agree. I feel like um 25 was a decent album from Adele. Adele had two songs, two whole songs. Like 25 had two great songs. The rest of it, because I judge artists off their own work. I don't judge about what anything else is going, or if I have to. Well, in the in the fact of judging it for the Grammys, I judge it again. I judged against um, Lemonade, but before Lemonade even came out, everybody. I remember nobody was talking about Twenty Five. Like think about it, nobody. Everybody bought Twenty Five because we bought it on the hopes that it would be good. Nobody's talking about Twenty Five right now or before the Grammys because it really wasn't that good. Like Hello from the other side and like another song is about the only two standout songs for the whole thing, and that's that's crazy to say that about Adele records because Adele is a person that consistently bring hits. So to see that from hers was like whoa. So this is what we're working with. This is what we're working with. This is it. This is it. You know, so B Beyonce should have won because Lemonade didn't have not one bad track. Lemonade was 
dare I say it, Lemonade is Beyonce's best body of work to date. Or be, it's between that and B-Day. B-Day and Lemonade are Beyonce's greatest body of work just based upon the fact that it was so intimate in her feelings about a relationship. I'm not going to say hers because it told... I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say it told a great, cohesive story from start to finish about a beautiful relationship. I guess. I don't know who fucking relationship it was. I don't know who Becky with the good hair is. I don't know who... Who dick you gonna be bouncing to if he try that shit again? I don't know what going on and none of that. I just know it was a great album. It's not better than was. Mm, not gonna go there. Cause I, me personally, I feel like Anti should have been nominated in one, but you know that's another thing. But it wasn't. So Beyonce should have won over twenty. Lemonade should have won over twenty five. Adele even knows that. Another thing I had a problem with the, with the Grammys because I need to figure out how they doing this now. Another thing I had a problem with the Grammys is. How did Hotline Bling win best rap song when there's no rap in the song? Like, sir, like memory serves me right. There's no rapping in the song. I could swear it goes, I know when that Hotline Bling, that can only mean one thing. You know, ain't no rapping in that song. So how the fuck did it win best rap song? Like, come on, Grammys. Like, I got to get it together. Like, that's probably the only... Like, I, I really hate the voting committee sometimes because it's, it's, it's honestly like they just look at the ballot. And they even do... And it's not just... And not and to be fair to the voting committee, they do this for a lot of genres of music. Like, all genres of music. Because most of the people on this voting committee are about 60 years old, right? They're 60 years old. So they don't really know too much about the rap community or the rock community. They don't really know too much about music in general anymore, which is... Which is which is pretty funny because a lot of the people that's complaining about the vote, myself included, we can get a Grammy number, we can get a Grammy vote, but we're just not taking the proper steps to get the Grammy vote, which is fucked up. Because a lot of us can get like rappers can get Grammy votes. It's like I complain about the Grammys, but you can vote for what the fuck you want to win. You can vote for yourself if you want to. So it's like I got, so I got to. I'm not a rapper though. I got, I get a Grammy vote through the simple fact that um I executive produced a song on a certain person's album, and I've also quoted in a song so technically i am a songwriter but <clears throat> we'll talk about it another time let's talk about it another time so i am I, I got a grammy vote because i put out a song i put out something that charted i'm on something that charted i don't want to talk but anyway um humblest brag humblest brag so anyway so <laughs> so so let me complain about this shit. i could have voted but even if i voted i fuck i still would have been like how the fuck hotline bling being best rap song I'm still trying to figure it out. I ain't no rapping on the song. Highlight Blink is a good song, but ain't no rapping on the song. That's singing. But anyway, shout out to Maxwell. Maxwell won late one um best R&B um song for Lake by the Lake by an Ocean. That's a pretty good song. Y'all should check that out. Um, Cranes in the Sky won. So shout out to Solange. Best rap, best what was it? Best rap performance or best rap? Yeah, best rap performance went to um Chance, Two Chains. Two Chains has a fucking Grammy, bro. Two Chains have a fucking Grammy. Chance the rapper, Two Chains and Lil Wayne. They won um No Problems won No Problems won a Grammy for best rap song. So of course that means all three of them get a Grammy, and whoever produced the song get a Grammy. You know whoever does credit on the song get a Grammy. So Two Chains has got a Grammy, bro. That's crazy. They gonna think I want a Grammy. They gonna think I want a Grammy. But yeah. But the thing I wanted to talk about with that is Fat Joe got all of his feelings about Chance the Rapper winning the Grammy for the song um, No Problems. Talking about some um, 
what you got to do and you know you got to basically some bullshit about what you got to do to be in the industry to win you gotta you know you got basically saying that chance the rapper didn't deserve it because you got to kiss you know i guess you got to kiss some ass or some stupid shit you got to be no you got to be a part of the system to win which is pretty funny because change the rapper won for a song that's basically putting a big middle finger up to us to the establishment that is the record industry chance rapper is a rapper with no record label he does it all himself. He self-promotes. He self-tours. He's the most independent artist that you can get as far as independent goes. Joe Fat Joe been signed to several labels. You're independent by force, force, not choice. So for you to come at this young man on some fuck shit, it's phenomenally embarrassing. Because Fat Joe, all the way up was a good ass hit. It was a good hit. You even had Jay-Z on the remix, right? But no problems. You don't want no problems, big fella. That song, you can't go nowhere without still hearing that. Like, all the way up had a nice, it had a nice two to three to four month run, but that was about it. Like, you would put stuff out after that too, and it's not popping off. So it's like, I don't mean to attack this man. I don't mean to attack Fat Joe, but it's like I can't sit here and say I agree with Fat Joe because it's like, because this is the thing: people don't speak out against stupid stuff. So then people start to feel that the stupid stuff makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because Chance the Rapper, again, Chance the Rapper of all the rappers, Chance the Rapper of all the rappers is the most independent of them all because this man not signed to a record label. This man don't even charge for. This would really hurt your feelings, Fat Joe. This man don't even charge for his music. You can get that shit for free. For the free ski, ski, low ski, wow ski. Yo, shout out to Run the Jews. Run the Jews got a new album out too. Ooh, that shit so flames. Killer Light LP. What, what Killer Mike say on the Run the Jews too? He said you might want to turn the other way. For you can look at you look at that greatness being made here. You need you need to look at this greatness being made here, cause boy. Run the Jews 3 is some phenomenal shit. And I applaud them for making it. Because I have, man, I have been listening to it this week. Because I've been listening to all prints. But, man, I, that shit been on repeat since, like, Christmas Day. Ah, them boys. Them boys make some good-ass music. Them boys make some fire. Oh, my God. That motherfucker. Them motherfuckers make some fire playing spitters. Those boys. They ain't never gonna win no Grammy. <laughs> They make somebody play. Cause it <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I now nah, they they honestly should win. The, I, I can see them winning the Grammy for Legend has it. I'm not gonna lie. I can see them winning the Grammy, but it's just a little joke. You know, it's just a little joke. Like, uh, but they win. If they don't never win a Grammy, I'm pretty sure they don't give a fuck. It's like the fans fuck with them. What what Joe Bun said the escorts fought with me. That's a double nine tundra. Both got fat asses. One's a double cup monster. But Joe, that's nothing. Joe Bun shit shit. Joe Bun should be nominated for a Grammy. We just going out screw bar for bar type shit. Cause he barred us to death on raging the machine. That shit's so fucking. And like the subtle lines on there is the ones that get me. When he it's not even this not even a clever line. But when he said, "Why y'all dressed like Metro Boom?" And I wish it would knock it off. <laughs> Fat Joe probably listened to that song. The next, Fat Joe probably listened to the next line going, um, so true. I wish the best MC didn't mean who was more popular, but I just booked my next nine months. Ready to lock in more because you know Chance Rappers be more popular than Joe Bud. I mean, more popular than Joe Bud and Fat Joe. So, in Fat Joe's comparison, if you're the you're more the famous rapper, you're the most, you know, you know, you're the most, you're the best. But now, Joe, but now, but now, Fat Joe, 
fucking no problems, just a good ass record. And I actually think that at this point in your life, that Chance the Rapper would wrap you under the fucking table. At, at any part of your life, I actually think it was because Chance the Rapper stole stole fucking life of Pablo. Life of Pablo should have won some shit, but put Life of Pablo should have actually won rap album of the year over Coloring Book. Just for the simple fact that it's, it's better. Like, just for the simple fact that it's better. Not because it's Kanye West, but that, sh- that shit was like a fucking lesson in, in art. Because if he kept on updating it, I hate that he tweaked the um the line about the parade. Remember the, um, oh, the we've been, we been parade flung. I forgot, I forgot the fucking line. But yeah, I remember he fucked it up. He fucked it up when he changed it, but still, it's still a good ass album. But yeah. <laughs> This is what y'all get when I do it solo. I just ramble. I just ramble until I can't ramble no more. <laughs> but yeah, we wanted um I guess I guess I should talk about the new edition movie. I know Rebel Star done been listed this whole podcast episode. Like, I want you to talk about the good one. Because uh, yeah, follow us. If you follow us on Instagram, we do take time out to post a topic for the show post for that y'all can tell us what y'all want us to talk about on the show. So one of the things they wanted us to talk about on the show was the new edition movie. Because they wanted us to talk about the Grammys. They wanted us to talk about um, the Beagles or whatever. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was a new edition movie, and I I personally enjoyed it. Like as a person, I'm an RB. As everybody know, RB is my favorite genre of music. So it's R it's R&B all day and night with me, man. I listen to rap too. Like I think I get more excited about rap because rap has the wordplay that's needed for to get me excited. Like, it's like, rap has the double entendre, the triple entendre, the in the windows, the um, the subliminal shots and shit. So that gets me excited. Cause, cause I like country music, I like rock and shit like that, but it's not really that much that you can go when it comes to wordplay because you're more focused on making a quality record that's that you can sing. Cause you can't really do that much. You can't really take too many shots when you're singing. You know what I'm saying? You can't really, you can't really just throw out shots when you're singing. Like I think, I think three oh uh, three oh three had um their one record um. She likes to love me, boo. She never leave me, boo. Don't trust the hoe. Don't trust the hoe, cause the hoe won't trust me. And I remember he um they did have like a nice um. A nice bar. It was like a nice rap bar. It was like. Tell your boyfriend, since he says he got beef, that I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scatter him. See, it, says, see, it sounds weird when you just sing, because that, that's what they're doing the song. So, like, it's a good-ass line. But it's like, it just, you're doing too much when you're trying to sing and rap bar. Like, you're trying to get your bars off while you're singing. So, yeah, anyway. What was I even talking about? Oh, new edition. What the fuck? Oh, how the hell I got on top of that fucking quick? But, yeah, new edition. New edition's movie was pretty great. And Ralph talked so much shit during the movie. You'll think for Ralph, if if anybody learned any life lessons from that movie, it should be that if you're the least talented in the group, then you should always shut the fuck up. Like Ralph was the most least talented member in BBD in New Edition, because a lot of people like BBD. Beb Dib the bow. So he was the most. He's the most least talented person in each of the groups, but he always talking the most shit. Like shut the fuck up. Like when he's spinning Bobby's face, it's like nigga, what the hell? You wildin'. Like Bobby Dessert. It's two things. It's nothing, it's nothing more disrespectful in life than slapping somebody with an open hand. And and that thing is spitting in somebody's face. That's the most disrespectful thing you can do to another grown ass man. So he did that. You deserve to die. Like it's no it's no shake hand. I beat you up and then we done with it. No, I'm beating your ass and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna kill you. I ain't gonna jail for it. But it's like, nah, man. Like it's most it's the most disrespectful shit. Like 
it's so disrespectful that you'll be in the middle of being his ass that you won't even think to spit back on his face because you know it's disrespectful. That's how you know it's You don't do that. You don't spit in nobody's face. But yeah, it was pretty funny how they kept on getting back together and kept on not being back together. And like a whole bunch of, because you can tell, I like, one thing I like doing is watching things with Twitter. Twitter, a lot of people, Twitter, whatever, they're young. So when they was like, they did it in three parts. So most people didn't know anything about New Edition. They didn't, a lot of the young people don't even know who the fuck Bobby Brown is. They was like, who this Bobby Brown person think he, tell me he gonna go solo. Tell me, I bet you they gonna follow his ass. They ain't gonna work for him. I bet you they ain't gonna work for him. Tell me he going solo. How you gonna go solo? You know, a lot of people talking shit. And I'm like, are they generally trying to, do they generally not know that Bobby Brown actually went solo and he had a, Bobby Brown had a very successful career. Every little step I take, you will be there. You know, or it's my prerogative. Like Bobby Brown was a bad motherfucker. Bobby Brown was like on some, on some Drake shit. <laughs> Bobby Brown was pretty, Bobby Brown was pretty huge. Bobby Brown was pretty huge. That's why they had to take him back. That's why they had to put up, they put, this is how you know your greatness. This is how you test your greatness. You test your greatness by being, by seeing how much shit people put up with. Cause they had to put up with Bobby Brown shit. It was no way, it was no way around them putting up with Bobby Brown shit because Bobby Brown was just that great at what he did that you needed Bobby Brown in that group regardless of how you felt about him. Like regardless about how big his head got, you had to bring him on tour with y'all because y'all y'all basically fell off or whatever. Shout out to Johnny Gill. I, I got to suck for Johnny Gill to come to the group and then all this bullshit happens. That's like on the Eagles. Um, uh, Philip, 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 Philip with the Eagles because on the Eagles, Philip comes into the group, right? And he's just been, he's just been like living life as like a side piece, a side piece for a band for like 20 years or whatever, just playing drums for them. So the Eagles bring him on towards the end, towards the end of the Eagles run. Cause you know the Eagles, they was popping, right? So towards the end of the Eagles run was, was, was fucking Glenn was always fought to fight. Oh my God. I don't even know. Like, I'm not going to talk about that story again. I'm not going to talk about that story again. I almost talked about it again. I'm not going to bring that story up. But when, just, just when the Eagles was doing a lot of fighting, there was a lot, like a lot of struggle for who's going to be the alpha male. And you know, as I know, Glenn, rest in peace, Glenn Fly, he wasn't for that shit. He wanted you to know, I'm the motherfucker that's going to come up. You know, basically he, he stuck his chest out a lot and it rubbed, it rubbed certain people in the group a little, a little certain ways or whatever. Anyway, so, that's how I felt for Johnny Gill. Cause like Johnny Gill got into the group. Yeah, I'm new, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, making my he made the song song, my my my. Then that group just like, oh shit, we breaking up, bro. They go on tour. What's called need the money. They breaking up. They just, you know, it's just a bad, it's just like a bad time for them. So I always thought that to be funny. Like you just you come in at the 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 the, the, the end of it. That gotta suck. It's like coming to the party and then like they're like, man, we have some bomb ass pizza, right? And then they give you like one slice. You're like, oh, this shit is amazing. And then it's like, yeah, that's all of it though. We're, it's gone. Like, what do you say to that? Like, it's like, damn. So, that couldn't save me no pizza, bro. But that's how that's how I feel it was. But um, anyway, I've been rambling way long enough. I have. I have been rambling way long enough. So I guess we'll end it with this. Prince is back on screaming, bro. Prince is back on screaming. So if you are listening to this and when you get done, you need to go listen to some Prince because he's back on screaming and I need you to go play Adore a million times. Like, I, I want to know who played that for their um girlfriend on Valentine's Day because if you didn't play that for your girlfriend, then you don't love her. You don't love her, my man. I was telling this one young person, um, he needed to text his girlfriend this on Valentine's Day. Um, 
if God was to strike me blind, your beauty I still see, right? Cause this young dude, he, cause I was helping him pick out shit in the um, store for him to get his girlfriend or whatever. And like he was like, Oh, that's corny, dog. I'm not doing that, man. He's like, all this other stuff you were saying, like getting her this um, like getting her this teddy bear and this other thing and this candy and this right here. That's cool, the rose, the rose, whatever. Cause I told I told her to get her get her a plastic, get her plastic roses, right? I said, then you look her dead in her eye, right? You look her dead in her eye. And you tell her. I got you. Pla I said, you tell her I didn't get you roses because roses die and that doesn't stand for our love. I got you plastic roses because they're just like my love for you. It's undying. <laughs> right? Right? That's some good shit. And I told her instead of getting the teddy bear, get her one teddy bear and then get her some emojis. Get her like the heart emoji. Get her the emoji with the heart eyes because you love, you know, because that's how she make you feel when you see her. Get her a poop emoji because she's the shit, right? And get her a smiling face emoji pillow because that's how you feel when you think about her. Nigga. He was like, yo, you got some dope dude. Dude. Yeah. He's like, they were fucking with me, whatever. I told them all they can't. I was like, don't tell your friends now, cause your friends do it. They're gonna like y'all, you know, they're like y'all in y'all in cahoots. They're gonna like getting really feeling that. You know, it's gonna make you look corny if if you and your friends do it, cause they're gonna make you look unoriginal. And I'm pretty sure they don't listen to his podcast. He her his boyfriend. I mean her girlfriend, his girlfriend or whatever don't listen to his podcast. So I think it's his original idea. So yeah. But he was like, Yo, I'm not doing that line though, dog. I'm not doing that other line, man. I'm not doing it, right? He didn't say dog. I'm not putting dog on it. So I was like, nah, you do it. And he was like, okay, give me your number because I'm going to text you her response. I'm going to screenshot her response. So then he did it in like the middle of the day, right? And I get this text and I seen it and she was like, oh my God, that is the most beautiful thing I have ever been told in my life. Then, he, then, then, the next te then the next text he sent me followed, yo, you got any more, man? You got any more? You got any more? <laughs> then I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't, <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know. I sent them some more. I can't think. I forgot what it was, and it was it wasn't it wasn't as good as that, but it was good too. It was good too. It was good too. Oh man, but yeah, he was like ecstatic. But cause I don't know, cause like one thing, one thing, um, one thing I would, one thing I personally would do, like if I was married or whatever, I would definitely play. I would die for you for my um. I would definitely have an orchestra playing. I would die for you. Just you know, only if you want me to, you. I would die for you, cause there's so much deeper. It's so that it's really fucked up. Like the, like you can't look too much into the damn song, cause it's really deeper meaning. Cause remember, Prince Prince's father was very abusive to his mother. It was kind of like it was kind of like Purple Rain, <clears throat> his actual family life. So it's like Prince was telling a story about how one day his his dad was beating his mother, just like in the movie. And it was like, she was like, he was like, I would die for you. I would die for you, woman. You basically, like, I love you so, I, 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 I'm so conflicted with my love for you because I want to beat you, because I want to beat, because I probably would beat you to death and I would die for you, though. Like, what? I would beat you to death, but I would die for you. So that's what I would die for you. I wouldn't beat, I wouldn't beat my wife to death. I wouldn't beat my wife ever. I wouldn't touch my wife. But I'm just saying, like, you could play, <clears throat> you could start off with nothing compares to you. Then you can go to um, a door. And then you can end it with, I would die for you. Only if you want me to you. I'm not your love. I'm not your friend. All you can do, international loving. Oh my God. Baby. Oh, give it to me. I'm fucking up the lyrics. That's right. These ain't the lyrics. They ain't right. <laughs> My dearly beloved, we got that here today.
Not just playing. See, I'm getting goofy now. So we're going to end this podcast episode. This is episode 40. It's in the books. Share it on all social media. We will see y'all again next week. We will see y'all next week. We will see y'all next week. My car is part of front tonight. Waiting on right side, baby. Baby. Oh, you give it to me. Yo, I cannot sing in that voice, but it's funny to hear me sing in that voice. All right, I'm out for real. Bye. Peace.